I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. edition of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined by Tom and Dory. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing, Dory? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Okay, it's a special podcast. There's no games to cover, so we're going to do a special podcast review. Or podcast review? That's my cool kick-in. Wildcard review for the Game Week 34 kick-in, but we will be covering things as we go along. But listen, all the rules we go along. First of all, I'd like to mention the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast Cup. Second round is this weekend, so the 32 participants still left. Get your team sorted. Should be interesting because I'm I'm pretty sure most people will pull the well card. So we'll see how close or how template teams are. So I'm interested to see how that goes on. But anyway, let's move on. Tom time this week, Tom, we're going to cover the semi-finals, how that, how that may affect the wild card going forward. So on you go. Stop smarting Dolly. So uh, on Saturday we had Harps v Hibs. Uh, it was 2-1 to Hearts. Uh, goals came from Sims and Kingsley. Uh, and assists came from Barry Mackay and Boyce. So a few familiar names there. Um, for Hibbs, the goal came from Chris Cadden and an assist from Joe Newell, uh, who was also red-carded in the game. Um, given it's the semi-final of the Scottish Cup, you would imagine this is the, the strongest start in 11s for, for both teams. Um, and for me, in particular, this confirms Harry Clark as a, a wild-card option. Uh, just as like a cheap enabler. Um, for Hibs, um, they did have that defensive run before the they kind of fell apart a little bit, and uh, he is kind of playing out of position as a as a winger. So at two point six million, you can't really complain. I was interested to see the the strikers for Hibs. It was Ewan Henderson and James Scott. They played up front, and uh, Mecklerson was on the bench. So for anyone looking for a punt there, Ewan Henderson or James Scott might be an option. Um, despite losing as well, Hibs had eight shots to Hearts as four. Uh, so they were they were active in front of goal. Uh, if we look over at the Hearts team, uh, Kingsley scored again. He's already got two in his last five in the league. Um, so this is three goals in his last six. So that's good returns for a defender. Um, and he's another one I'm considering. Um, Gordon made three saves in this game. He's obviously still the highest scoring goalkeeper in the game. So again, not a bad option. And Sims and Boyce um, came out of hibernation and managed to s- grab some points. Well, if it was a Fantasy Scotland game, they would have got some returns there. Um, though I'm, I'm still not 100% convinced. Um, Barry Mackay, 
he got an assist and he's been far more consistent, so I do prefer him. For Hearts, you do have to question their motivation. Um, they may focus on the, the cup final as they're assured of a, a third-place spot. Um, but I think I'm probably still looking at maybe a Hearts triple-up. Anything to add on the, the Hearts-Hibs game, Peter? Uh, well, the Hibs stuff's kind of blew out the water in the bin because of sacked Maloney, so I'm not too sure how they're going to set up under Gray. I believe when the, uh, Jack Ross, I thought it looked quite steady under Gray last time. I probably need to go back and look and see how they set up. But I believe he may be a, he's a, probably a safe set of hands. I've got Clark in my wild card, we'll discuss this later, but I might be taking him back out now to just see how they set up in the first week because there's obviously four weeks after to look at on it. Hearts, I kind of disagree with you, Tom. I think, I think they'll, they'll just continue to play strongly into the season. I think they're just going to keep on playing good. Maybe with a game or two or goal, they might start resting players, but up until I think they're going to keep on going week, week in, week out. I think a lot of good assets there. I think most people might have Gordon. I quite like King Glederman at the start of the season. A couple of returns. Decent Hearts double up. But again, it's top six teams and their record's poor ranked than before and they're playing all thumb to the games. That's my different one to ponder. And Donnie? I didn't actually watch the game. Uh, I just flicked over at the very end and I saw a Hearts player slapping, was it Porteous? In the back of the head, which is fine, fine in my book, but have you never got a book in or a red card for that? Um, I just think Hibbs have done the time, and the fact that he's picking two strikers that I've never heard of, he's just rolling the dice, you know, he doesn't really know his best team. Um, so when we talk about wild cards, it's probably one team that I'm not really um, considering much. Hearts, as we've said, they're they are the third best team this season. Um, good that they're in the cup final albeit it is against my team so I'll be hoping that they lose um, I'm not too sure that they still need to stay competitive so you can't truly switch off um, with the last run of games but they might rotate um, especially game week 38 they play Rangers um, mm. so you might see two different teams in that fixture but uh, Hearts still have a lot of decent players and they've got a lot of decent players who are still in form which is key when, when we look to um, wildcarding because um, you can't say that across the board. Yep. And moving on to Sunday then, uh, Rangers 2, Celtic 1 after extra time. Uh, goals came for Rangers from Arfield and uh, it was a Starfelt OG. Um, Roof assisted Arfield for the first goal. Uh, for Celtic, it was Taylor uh, scoring the goal and assist came from McGregor. Um, the seven nil Celtic wins uh, quickly lost its shine. That's a distant memory now. Um, Kyogo didn't start this game, however, he did come on at 58 minutes. Uh, he played the remaining 36 minutes and the 30 of extra time. So you could perhaps see him start the next game. There was no sign of Giacomakis. He didn't even make the bench. So I imagine he's maybe going to be out for a wee while yet. Uh, we had Dazen made it out wide. I've Bader failed to make an impact. He started in this game. And Yota, he does look good on the pitch, but uh, his returns have dried up a little bit recently. So um, not too sure about Yota either. Only one assist in that 7-0 game. Uh, Carter Vickers, he hit the crossbar. Um, him and Juranovic and Taylor all, all offer an attacking threat. The double-up might be a, a decent idea. Donnie mentioned that previously. And looking over at Roof... Uh, sorry, Rangers, Roof is looking dangerous. Um, 
I'd probably still stick with Tab, even just for the, the ownership there. Ramsey came off injured. He was straight down the tunnel. Um, so perhaps out for the rest of the season. Who knows? Um, McGregor's probably likely to return to goal. I think it was just... Um, I think it was just loyalty to McLaughlin there because he's played all the previous cup games. Um, I think probably Roof and Tav are probably nailed in, in my wild card. But what do you think, Donny? Finally, it's good to good to be chatting about a Rangers victory over Celtic. Um, feels like it's been a long time coming. Um, again, I didn't watch the game at the time. I was out with the family, so getting goal alerts and crumpy turn to elation. Uh, I was surprised at with Celtic going one 0 up and okay they could have gone two 0 up um, in the in the second half at how easily it got overturned. Being the mind Rangers had extra time on Thursday and then extra time again that Celtic couldn't match them. Um, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but whether there's a fitness issue or what, whatever at Celtic for some reason they just weren't at the game. Uh, I mean clearly the league's the main prize and we would all like that. Um, but the chance to get a treble doesn't come around too much, and that was, you know, a golden opportunity for them, which they blew. But uh, as I say, I'm not going to care too much about that. Rangers in their first cup final in six years, will be hoping that they perform well, and um, maybe another cup final to look forward to if the season pans out well. But this will again, like the Hearts, it will impact team selection. You know, Rangers have got a cup final and they've got a UEFA Cup semi-final in there too. So um, there's a lot to consider. I think Roof will probably get his time managed. I wouldn't be surprised if Sakala starts um, on Saturday. Um, so just be careful of that one. I think Tab's probably stuck on, Golden's stuck on, Bassey's stuck on. Um, you're right about Ramsey. It's such reduced game time. And when he does play, he seems to be injured, so probably stay clear of him. But no, it was a good win. I was certainly celebrating um, at the end of it, and hopefully this time we can go on and win the cup because that didn't happen the last time. Um, so yeah, I'm happy. And Peter, your perspective? <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, yeah, uh, I, it was kind of weird watching it. Look, Dory, it didn't look uh, fitness was to me. I don't know what happened. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have never have guessed what team had played 100 minutes on the Thursday night. And I don't know if that's overtraining or whatever or starting to slow down in the season. I'm just going to have to take it fantasy-wise as a blip and just keep on going as it's been going so far. They're both going for the league, so you both go for three players for each team. Uh, I said last week, determine what will happen this week. Rangers would depend on how hard I've on them on the wild card, but they, they won the two games. They were point. They were going for it. Though, as Donnie's mentioned, the aspect of his injuries is uh, rotation. But luckily, or unlucky, depending on how you might look at it, you're going to get the other team news. So you'll see exactly who Rangers are playing. So you should be able to get your free Rangers players with a card bang on. Like, as Donnie said, Roof Sakala could be at the risk. So I think most people will probably on Roof. If Sakala's and you can switch out at the last minute, you'll have it too well. You'll have it to transfers anyway. So you can also just jump back on his Roof if you feel like it. Uh, with Celtic, I agree with you, Tom. Yota, his big price tag. He's not really delivered much coming back recently. I don't know if he's heads. In a game, maybe he's thinking back to go to his, back to his own club. I mean, a 7 0 win, he only gets one return at that. For a player of that price, that's. It's not really good enough. Furuhashi starting that game. Well, not starting the game, sorry. Playing nearly like a full game at the end of an hour. 
you think now with uh, Jim Atkins not coming back, for I feel probably the, the go-to strike into the season. So it's an easy switch to me for Yota to Furash because he's still on midfield on the game. So he switched to me and. No, Rangers deserve to win. I, I, as much as I hate to say that, they do. I think it's like turned up. I called her two minutes. My dad and said, we're not in this game. We're not turned up here. Rangers want it more. You just need to take it to the time going. As Donnie said, the league one was probably, if you asked me, what would I prefer to lose? You would say it. It's not a nice saying it at the time, is it? You don't actually want to see it. It just is what it is. It's going with. And it's going to make it interesting, I, I believe, last week was the season. Some some good things. I think it's going to be a bit of twist and turns still to come. That's it, yeah. Right, Donald, we'll move to you. You've got your wildcard dive into what teams are playing for. Yeah, so I'll just cover off some basics and some chat that I've seen online, and then I'll go through each team um, and just see what, what's still to play for. So for me, the wildcard this week's a must. And unless you had two free transfers and your team's in good shape, um, then fair enough, you don't need to use it. But the majority of folk will use the wildcard so if you end up taking a minus four, that's going to have a massive difference on your, your positioning. Um, you do get two free transfers the next game week. Um, so if you've made a hash of it, there is a chance to make it up. You'll also find in that game week, you get to see all the team news apart from Rangers Celtic. So you you know you can correct mistakes um, if need be. I'm just going to give a shout out to City Show at City Show on Twitter. He does a lot of the fixture planning. Um, if you don't already follow him, go and do so. I can't see any more tweaks before now in the end of the season. So, Sati, you can enjoy a good rest um, from all your hard work. Uh, I mentioned it just there. Rangers play Leipzig between game week 34, 35, and then 35, 36. So, there's rotation there. And game week 38, Hearts play Rangers in a cup final dress rehearsal. So, I think there'll be um, rotation there as well. If the league's wrapped up quick, I think Celtic might rotate. Um, if not, then you should see a team pretty similar to what was there at the weekend. And finally, as we're talking about wild cards, I don't think for anybody money should be an issue. I think we should have accumulated good value over the course of the season. Um, you've had guys like Furuhashi, like Boyle um, in the first half of the season. Um, Charles Cook, if you've had him. You know, so there's plenty of guys in there that you've made money on. Morelos is out for the season. He's the most expensive player in the game, so there should be plenty of um, value in your team to um, get through it. Um, so, if we look at the top just, six... Donnie, you go on, you're right yeah. on the value thing. I went and checked, and I tried to pick the most expensive players in most positions, and I found it hard to go the budget. Yeah, well... And, my you first, get, and you get a better budget than me, so it shows you. My first team had £10 million in the bank. That's <laughs> I've done it. And, I, and then a lot of that will be because you're maybe picking bottom six... Um, players as well but uh, money shouldn't be an issue I just funny so, before you I know I'm interrupting a call yeah, no, it's okay. at, at the start of the season people were moaning about the price and everything it is it's a killer they're going well oh, you can't get six or third in this team this is crazy but then it turns out just let the season progress and everything works out fine you need Maybe to find the gems I yeah. look back at my team one and I've got Ramsey was two million defender you had Ralston was a two million defender you, you got some really good value at the start of the season and if you can find that and bank on it come off them at the right time, then you you will make money. So yeah, right. So top six, Celtic, obviously, prior to the semi-final, they were the most consistent team uh, for me. They want to win the league as soon as they can. However, Ross County away, first up, is probably the hardest, the hardest one um, to go to. 
if they drop points there and hopefully Rangers beat them the game week after, then it's <laughs> then it's going to be a test of character. They should have enough in the bank with the goal difference. It's worth an extra point. Um, so I think if they win against Ross County, they should be home and dry, uh, regardless of the old firm. So if that's the case, uh, they might rotate. Uh, fitness, we've discussed. I think Angeball's led to about a 600% increase in hamstring injuries for Celtic this season. Um, Rogic, was that a hamstring that he went off with? He said after the game, well, the day after, everything seems to be fine. There's no hamstring and a badder was a cramp. Mm. I don't know if that's... What about Juranovic? Did he just take a knock? He didn't say anything on him, just a knock. So, yeah. But he's he looking out... He was holding his hamstring when he walked Yeah, up. I know. Nine's been said since then, so it's like a, I've kept it really quiet. And that's a yeah. Celtic thing all season, and by the way, they've really been quite into this. So, again, as you're probably going to get it, with the wild card, and we're all at caveats, wait to the last minute, and Friday, yeah. especially Saturday, because you might say he's out, and that's it. So, just nothing's been, nothing's been definitely said hamstring yet, but there's no news coming out of the, the club otherwise. Yeah. So, just keep your eyes closed or keep your ears close to the ground. Yeah, no, uh, you're talking about uh, Fudahashi. I don't think he looked sharp in any of the games that he's returned. I wouldn't be going on him uh, until I see something. You know, I, I could miss a hat trick, but, you know, so be it. I just I don't see um, any value in him. I think the midfield is a problem, and I said that before. I think you've got so many people in there. You know, there was a 7 0 victory, and it was just shared. You know, it was. I think, well, Juranovic scored and Mieda scored, but midfielders, it was just spread right across. Um, so that might mean picking somebody like McGregor. Um, I've said that, well, I've had him in my team before. He's the safest pick. He's going to get the games and his points are decent. If he gets an assist or a goal, then you've cashed in. I have toyed with double defence. You know, Ideally, I would like Taylor and Juranovic, um, but that's that's the two Up spots there. that get rotated. And the most, so Starfelt and Vickers um, might be a better bet, but you know, I might just stay off. I think we go double Rangers because Tav's basically a midfielder in the game, so that's probably why we lean towards um, that one. So moving on to the cup finalists, Rangers. Uh, I've said it already, they're in Europe, uh, semi-final of Europe and in the cup final. This is going to be a hard one to navigate as well. The league's a long shot, as we know, um, but you know, there is more guaranteed positions. I think Tav, Golds and Bassey are probably all nailed on, whether Bassey plays at centre-back or left-back. It just gives them more versatility. I think Roof will be the main striker. I can't see him playing this weekend, midweek, and then Celtic on the Sunday. So I think out of any of those games, it would be this weekend that he's dropped and gives Sakala a run. And, and that's the one you'll actually see the team use. So if you've got them, um, you can make a quick change um, if need be. Ramsey, we've discussed already, I think, stay off him. He, he's, he's injured. I mean, if he's not injured, it's limited game time. So I can't see you getting any value there. Kent Rebo, um, they're the two mainstays that tend to get points. Ludstrom, um seems to be the man of the moment. Um, he was man of the match at the weekend. And he's doing good stuff. The fans have really got behind him since Christmas. Um, whether you want to go for him, um, you know, it's just how you feel. So that's Rangers. If we go down to Hearts, the other cup finalists, this is a team that I've got a soft spot for because 
they've got nothing to play for apart from the cup, but we're still talking about tripling up on them. Um, when Rangers reached the cup final in 2016, they had nothing to play for. They took their foot off the gas, subsequently had a terrible cup final. So I think Hearts still need to stay March sharp. Um, so Craig Gordon, Barry Mackay is your two main um, guys there. Uh, Mackay's still in form. I think Mackay, he's probably got an outside shot at making the Scotland squad, which, you know, we've got games in, is it June, the, the games for the World Cup? Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, he's had a good finish this season. If he can keep that up, he, he might see him squeeze into the squad. Um, so I would stick with him. Um, outside of that, Boyce and Sims, it's a dilemma we've had um, for a good few weeks now. And based on what I saw in the cup final, I think Sims is maybe just edging that race just now. So um, that's Hearts. I think they will rotate. And as I say, that last game against Rangers will be a different team um, to previous weeks, but they still need to stay match sharp um, for that one. The next three teams you can probably all group together, Dundee United, Motherwell, Ross County, Amazingly enough, two of these teams are going to get into Europe, um, which I find is staggering um, based on, you know, just scraped into the top six. So a lot of the games between each other will be tight. Um, Dundee United, their home games are really tricky um, and they don't really have consecutive games. With, you know, don't play Motherwell or Ross County back to back. So that's going to be a tricky one. And to try and predict. The defence is probably their strongest option, although Nicky Clark has popped up from time to time um, up front. Motherwell, they do play Dundee United and Ross County back-to-back in games weeks 35, 36, but they're both away. So whether that sways your decision and to back any Hearts players, it would only be Van Veen for me. Um, he was the only guy that seemed to have any form in that team. And Ross County, probably the team everybody wants to see do well. They got into Europe. I think that would be by far their best achievement. I, um, I don't, I don't, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Since they won the cup. Um, so again, they play Motherwell and Dundee United both at home. Um, game week 36 and 38. So Hungbo, Apush, um, if you've got space in the midfield, uh, maybe one that you want to target as he's on penalties. Charles Cook, if you're just feeling sentimental and think that he might finish the season with a, a couple more goals. Um, so that's the, that's the top six. Anything on that that I might have missed or you want to talk about? No, we've got questions on teams to avoid later. And I, I, I think your <laughs> a few couple, of these coming up. Your last couple of paragraphs maybe just covered that, but where you go? So we'll move on to the bottom six. Aberdeen, a team I've got a lot of time for. Nut. Um, they've had a poor season. They had chances in the last couple of games to make the top six and they didn't do it. So I'm not really sure how they're going to approach the, the final games of the season. Goodwin, um, from what I've been reading, he seems set to raid St Mirren in the summer. So I think there could be a clear out um, the players there and you could see some fringe players getting some game time. The three best fantasy players over the course of the season was Ramsey, Ferguson and Ramirez. Bizarwin was starting to show a bit of form as well, but it's going to be tricky because, as I say, Aberdeen haven't really shown much uh, form at the, this moment in time. That being said, I'll probably stick with Ferguson. Um, he does have a habit of getting your returns, you know, the penalty taker, um, kind of that central role in midfield, and probably somebody who's you know 
trying to get himself a move um, in the summer. So he's one that um, he can probably stick with um, as far as Aberdeen concerned. Dundee, um, probably the most likely for the drop. Um, they do play St Johnston first. Um, so if they are going to do anything, that's the game at target. Mark McGee's taking it seriously. He's gone on a diet and switched his heating off. Seen that. So he, he's all up for the game. I think we've all switched our heating off. I'm not sure what that means. Um, said for weeks to avoid Dundee, but they are a team that can score. So somebody like Charlie Adam or McMullen could come good for them. If they do lose to St. Johnston and they end up stranded, then yeah, you probably do want to, to avoid them. So they've, they've really got a make or break game at the weekend against St. Johnston. Moving on to Hibs, as I say, it's all it's all blown up for them this week. Maloney's been sacked, um, probably a bit harshly. You know, they sold their best player, and this bit got injured. He hasn't really been given time. That being said, they have been poor, and he hasn't shown any signs of making them much better. So maybe you just quit and um, best cut ties. Um, Defence is probably their strongest area. Um, Harry Clark that I've, I've had for a couple of weeks or Doig. But I think they would rather just get on the plane and cut their losses. So we've got Livingston next. Another team I've got a soft spot for, even though they've caused both Rangers and Celtic problems over the years. For them, they'll probably want to finish as high as possible for the cash payout. You know, a team like that will rely heavily um, on the income, so you know, if they can finish as high up as they can, um, that will make a difference. I always find they're well set up, especially at the back. So Obelai, who I had for um, quite a sustained period, um, could feature. And same with Forrest um, in midfield. They're a team that should be playing with no pressure, um, and he could be a decent um, pick for you. I think he's also somebody who's been touted for a move in the summer. Um, I think I've seen Hearts are interested in him. Anderson's gone AWOL. I don't think there's enough games for him to play himself back into the form that he had before he got injured. Um, so that's that. St Johnston, uh, currently second bottom. I think they can escape the playoffs. I think of the teams that are down there, they're probably the one, because of Henry, that look like they could fight themselves out of trouble. And funnily enough, it's it's you know you could end up having two St Johnston players because they are um, quite good at the back as well. Um, so that's that's one to consider. So Merrin is the last team, and I feel it'll be them that finish second bottom. They have just had no luck with the new manager. Um, really out of form. Not a team I fancy. No standout players, and they could find themselves in trouble. Um, although it's probably going to be. Arbroath that they play in the playoffs they should have enough to beat them but as it's been seen in the past the team on form from the lower division beating a team out of form in the higher division you know they could see themselves dropping out of the league altogether so that's the bottom six it's not as exciting as the top half but there's still going to be a few gems I'm sure that we'll we'll pick from there anything else that I've I've missed or you want to chat about? Any other Tom? No, happy with that just, I, I think we, when you can see it, no matter what size of team, they've all got at least something to play for. There's, there's something involved. There's Europe, there's a league, there's money, there's mm-hmm. more teams, and they're trying to be for relegation zone. So I don't think you see teams, at least the first three weeks before dust settles, they'll be fighting for their lives. And this Dundee uh, St. John's game, the first game, I think 
we've got a lot to make do what I do after because if, if St Johnson beat Dundee and the gap's that kind of big then maybe it's too much for Dundee and you can look elsewhere but if, if there's a draw or, or Dundee win and it's still tight I can see a lot a good potential for points coming through these, these games at the end of the season at bottom mm-hmm. six. but it's good to go forward it's, good for, it's actually a competitive split with a lot to play for it's not like you see like on that what's the term on the beach yeah, in like tenth to thirteenth in the Premiership, we don't know where to pick players from, but there's all teams here who've got something to fight for. If not Europe or relegation, but or money, like Livingston, yeah. for example. What's good, Donny? Are we done with there? Yes. Right. Okay. Let's go to Wales Carnival. Now, first of all, I'll do I'll say or caveat this, guys, because this isn't set in stone. We're going to get like team news. We're going to get injury updates with Celtic, especially with the four or five players that people might have in their teams and just feel each other mind so I'm going to do position to position go through it right I'm going to, I'm going to ask you first as I guess my pen how many players are we going to have the same 15 squad Donny probably 7 Tom uh, 6 Right, I'm going to go for eight, so for different Yeah, I think it, it, it will, it'll be higher. If it's going to be anything, it'll be higher. And that's just the the joy of the wild card, that there's you know, people identify all the good players and going to going to back them. So it's really going to be the, the differentials and the, the odd walls that make the difference, I think. Right, we'll start with goalkeepers. I want your two picks and your reasons. Donny. Okay, so as you've mentioned, this is definitely uh, a template wild card. I am still in the cup, so this is 100% not my team, wink, wink. Um, but I've <laughs> gone for Craig Gordon and Xander Clark. Uh, the reasoning behind that is Gordon's the best keeper in the game. Outside of the Rangers game, which is game week 38, it's only the settled game that we really have to navigate, and that's probably the one where I'll switch um, to Clark. Um, I think, again, Gordon, he's got this place in the national team, so he'll want to keep up his good performances. Um, out of the bottom six, I just think Xander Clark's the best option. Could have gone Strayek, um, but I think he's um, the, the, the safest pick um, for me. So Craig Gordon for Hearts, and I'll rotate that with Xander Clark if need be. Right, I'll go next to on this one. Uh, an exact same, Gordon and Clark. <laughs> so that's how I was two for two here. Uh, the reason was, again, Gordon's best keeper in the game. He's only got two fixtures just to navigate, potentially. As Tom mentioned last week, I believe he rotates very well with under Clark. So when Hart's got a tough, difficult game, St. Joseph's game will get a bit easier. So it's a good rotation at the, the game week. And I am quite confident, not confident, that's the word, a quick boy, and I go for it. St. Johnson I will escape this bottom two, so I've kind of been heavy St. Johnson, so under Clark. Tom, your two goalkeepers? Uh, exact same two. <laughs> <laughs> reasons, Tom? <laughs> Just for the, the reasons above, um, obviously Gordon, uh, he's probably not going to have a Celica Rangers keeper, so Gordon's best of the rest in the top six, and Sander Clark, just because St. Johnson have had that sort of recent run of form of clean sheets, so... Yep, that's my pick. Right, I'm going to ask the silliest question first. I take it we've all got Tav. Donnie. Yes. Tom? Yep. Right, so we've all got Tav for three. No reason to... You know I've got him, most consistent player, top, most goal scorer in the game, most points scorer in the game. 
Play for one of the two top teams. Captain Tav sticks by it, so I think that's easy one to pick. Anybody isn't Tav or cards lost to prop. Right, okay, so the next four defenders, then I'll start with you this time, Tom. Go for your defenders. Um, so as well, uh, on top of Tav, we've got Juranovic, uh, Harry Clark, Liam Gordon and uh, Kingsley. Stephen Kingsley. And thoughts? Thoughts? Uh, Kingsley, because his goal threat, three goals in the last six, he's in, he's in form. Um, just the same reasons as, as Gordon, Hearts are best of the rest, defensive-wise. Um, looking at the opposition as well, I don't think really think Motherwell and Dundee United have lots of goals in them, so potentially a couple of clean sheets there. Um, Gordon, just because, again, the same reasons as Xander Clark, we've had that kind of defensive form. I fancy them to keep a, clean, a few clean sheets. Um, Harry Clark, just because he's cheap, he's a bit of an enabler, he's 2.6 million. He's had some recent form and he's playing out of position. And Hibbs might have a bit of a new manager bounce there as well. So that was the thoughts behind that. And he's first game against the man who are terrible. Johnny, other defenders. Okay, so I've got Liam Gordon as well. Um, so I won't, talk, I, I won't elaborate on that. Um, I've then got Ramsey, Aberdeen. I've got Carter Vickers, Celtic, and Bassey um, for Rangers. So as much as I talked about the Celtic double defence, I've stuck with Rangers double defence um, for the time being. Um, yeah, I won't talk about Gordon and um, St. Johnson can be defensively sound. Ramsey, I think, is the, the flip to Harry Clark. You know, you've got the, the two two teams in the bottom six there that shouldn't really be there. Um, they should be strong enough to to hold off these these other teams, but it's whether they do or not. So going with a, a fantasy favourite, um, he has shown a bit of form in the last couple of games, um, and he's got his bonus point returns as well. So Ramsey, for me, um, seems to be good value. Vickers, is, he's just been in my team. And he's had good returns. I, I do want Juranovic, and don't get me wrong. Um, if I knew he was going to be nailed on, I would have him. I just think by picking Vickers, you, you, you give that you give yourself a safety net um, that you've got somebody who's guaranteed to start. Um, and Bassey, as I've touched on already, you can play centre-back or left-back. So although we might have rotation, he you know, is young enough, fit enough, strong enough, um, that he should be able to play in all of these games. Um, so that's the reason I've gone with that one. I also, I did want to have a Hearts player in there, but because I've got um, Gordon in there, I thought I should just maybe back off. Um, Obelite Livy was, was another one I considered. Taylor, Selig, but you know, scoring at the weekend, put me off him. So um, I think I'm quite happy with my defence. Um, should be okay with that. Right, like yourself, I was going to go double hearts, eh, Donny, but because of Gordon, I went off it, and I have went Gordon, so we've all got Gordon. Yeah. I was Gordon, I think I've had him for weeks, he was, was a placeholder about seven eight weeks ago, and since then he's had, I think now three double-digit returns, mm-hmm. so St. John's is up turn, he's been getting points, he's in there, I think he might be on the bench most weeks, come off the bench, depending on the fixtures. We've also got Clark, same reasons you, so there's another one we've all got. Do you, do you have Clark, Donny? No, you I went Ramsey. Are you switch on that, right? So I mean, I'm trying to keep this score here separate. Six, five, and four. Uh, I took Clark because he's the enabler, but again, he could be on the short block. I don't know what's going to happen with this new manager. 
but they're playing St Mirren, which is very appealing because the men are terrible. And I think, as I said before, Gray will be looking to making maybe he can take a job full time. Uh, Ramsey, I've got a Ramsey because like you don't know, I thought he looked decent last couple of games. I think Goodwin will be out to maybe put a point into the season. I've been maybe try to couple of good runs under the under the belt for end of the season. And I, I think he's in there, I think he's got a bonus point behind it still. But my second defender I've went a bit different to the template, I've went for Starfelt because everybody's going to have Juranovic or CCV and I've went Starfelt. Just no chance of me get a, a stupid goal for a corner. Now, if I get team news that Juranovic is back fit, I could probably just jump back on that or, or, or the FOMO. But right now, that's my one differential so far. My defence is Starfelt. Mm-hmm. Right, so far, we've got five players the same always, four players the same twos, six players the same twos, so... We're not even midfielders yet, so I think we're going to be yeah. that number. Right, midfielders. Don, I'll start with you. Your five midfielders. Okay, uh, first is Barry Mackay. Uh, I don't think that's a shock. Second is probably my rogue one, um, and I've gone for Charlie Adam at Dundee. I've then got Alan Forrest, Callum McGregor, and Lewis Ferguson. So Mackay, I've talked enough already. He's the most probably informed player um, in the midfielder. He's started to get on the goals as well as the assists. And as I've said, he'll, he'll be trying to get himself into the Scotland team. So I think he could come good. Charlie Adams a tricky one because it probably all rests on this one game. And if it doesn't pay off, I'll maybe have to come off him. But if they are going to do anything, you know, the St. Johnson game's first. He's the kind of player that can save them. And in the last couple of games, he has put in returns, whereas he's been anonymous um, for the best part of the season. <sighs> Whether I actually lead with them or put them on the bench is a different story, but he, out of all my players that I've picked, is the the roguest, I would say. Forrest at Livingston, um, I just think playing under no pressure, um, it could be a, a decent choice. He, he does get the points, so a lot of the, the play goes through him. McGregor, I've discussed, you know, he's pretty solid in midfield. His, his points holds up. Um, and as I said, if he gets a assist or a goal um, could be good. He might even be back on penalties if Dramakis is out and Juranovic is not playing. He could, could get the, the ball again to, to take oh, the no. pens. <laughs> so we'll see. And uh, Ferguson discussed, similar to Ramsey, in my defence, if Aberdeen are going to do anything, then he's the man um, that's probably going to you know do it for them. And he does get you holes. Um when you know he is in form, a special mentions to Charles Cook and Hungbo. Uh, you could go for either of these, put them on the bench, and see if that works out. As I've said before, I'm staying clear. Jota, Bada, Kiago. I don't think they've done much in the last few games to make them start starting um, for me. But until they see the team news, so you're going to be. 34, 35, it's going to be 36 before you see the Celtic team use um, so I'll stick with guys that I know are going to get a game which is um, what I've done with that one Tom? Um, so my midfield is Kyogo um, Robson at Dundee United is my non-playing player uh, McGregor, Barry Mackay and Joe Rebo right. Thoughts time there the player or just happy about that? Uh, Furuhashi, uh, I think he's going to start this weekend. 
I think he'll probably start in the striker role, so out of position. He is coming back from a, a long-term injury, so I, I think he needs time to kind of regain his match sharpness. And we've seen what he can do at the, when we've seen him at the start of the season. Um, so I think there's a potential there. Um, McGregor, just because of his consistency, I'm looking at the other set like midfielders. O'Reilly's been pretty decent recently. However, he's not assured the starts. Hitati and Rogic aren't really assured either. Yota, big price tag, not a lot to show for it recently. And Abada is just not doing it. And um, more than often than not, he seems to be on the bench. But he might be starting now that um, Selic have had a few injuries. Um, so McGregor, just because he ticks along nicely and he's assured of starts, really. Um, Barry Mackay, obviously, because of his consistency recently, uh, particularly over and above Boyce and Sims. So that's my heart triple up. I'm putting faith in them. Um, Non-playing player, just because what I try and use the bench trick and get as many points as possible towards the end of the season. It's been a while since I've had one, so looking forward to seeing how that goes. And the, probably the one I'm most unsure about is Aribo. Um, he's got quite a big price tag as well. Um, not, not really justified it. I mean, there's probably cheaper midfielders out there that have been a bit more consistent recently. Um, however, I'm sitting with a big bag of money and not too sure what to do with it. So uh, he's he's probably the one I'm, that's more most likely to, to maybe change to a different player between now and the weekend. Um, but for now, he's, he's in the team now. Okay, cool. Right, my five, I'll start with Strachan, my non-playing player. The day before, I'm still going to use... I've got a bench boost left, so... My plan will be either game week 37, game week 38, to change him out and bench boost and get a full set of team at this point. If there are any fixtures of a team at this point, so he's in there now, but he will change. I've got Forrest. Now, I've got Forrest and Ferguson. Forrest, I think I said to you last week, Tom, Forrest and Ferguson and Mackay's the three that I've been in and out with all the time. So come game day Saturday, Ackies will be Mackay in there for one of us, Forrest or Ferguson, or they may see. I'll get through to Hashi as well for the same reason as you. I think he might look unfit. I think he's going to start up front the rest of the season now. Hopefully his fitness goes back and he's an out-of-position player. My um, fifth spot is for Ryan Kent. People are going for a Rebo. I've seen a lot of wild cards with a Rebo. So I thought I'd go a bit opposite and go Kent again. Just maybe the slight differential in Rangers in Redmond Field. Same similar value. I think... On his day, could be quite explosive. I know he's not been real other as much this year as is promised. But with big games coming ahead, I think that's it. Now, that, again, that could be a rebo by Saturday. Team News, for example, Donnie, if, if he's not playing for something, you have to change him. But I'm quite happy to go with Kent during the season and see what happens. I'd pick Kent or head of a rebo. Uh, I, I, I don't just, have either of them, but I'd, I'd pick Kent. I think he's just a bit more of a flair player. Um, and we saw that at the weekend. Um, he likes to play against Celtic, so the old firm wouldn't be much of an issue for me. Um, you know, he's had a poor season by his own standards, um, but I would probably edge him ahead of Aribo if I had to choose between the two. And that's not to say Aribo's bad; it's just it's a personal choice. He's in the now. Him and him and Farage is quite nailed now. It's over to. I'm still not 100. percent I just don't see Furuhashi. I just think Dingwall's not the not the ground to. No other option, but to be honest, I don't think he's going to play else. 
Yeah. If G Max is not back, he's not gonna he's not gonna do me in the middle again, it didn't work. He'll just go with I think he'll go with Furashi, play him at the fitness. I think that's the way it's gonna work out. Right. Strikers, Donny. Eighty seconds. Up front, this is the only one I've got a A or B. <laughs> um, I've got Rory McBride Dundee United, he's my bench trick player. I've got Mieda, um, and I've got Roof. Now Roof will change if the team user at the weekend he's not playing I'll put in Callum Hendry and then I will probably take him out um, I think Roof as I've said before he will get the games um, ahead of Sakala but just for the next three that are coming up Europe and the old firm I, I think the Motherwell game would be the one that he misses out so because we see the team news if he's not on there I will slot in Hendry if he is there I will probably keep him Maeda Again, I just think for consistency up front, he's last man standing in terms of fit um, centre forwards. And he's been pretty good. He's had good returns. Um, he's another one that could be on penalties if Juranovic and Yakimakis um, are still out. Um, so they, they seem to offer the best value. I did toy with bench trick in midfield and defence, but just some of the players that I see there just edged it, you know, a lot of penalty takers and flair players, so I put it up front and I thought, Roof and Maeda, if that was the two that I had to run with between now and the end of the season, I'd be happy with that but I've got Callum Hendry there in brackets just because I think this weekend could could see Roof on, on the bench Yeah, I'll follow because I'm pretty similar, I've got Maeda and Roof and Hendry and nothing brackets, that's my three, because I've got my six so I'm the same Maeda's there because even though he's playing as a midfielder, he's pretty nailed. He's he's relentless, so it gets quite a lot in the action with assists and stuff. So I'm happy with that. He's probably more nailed than a lot of other sides of midfielders, so that's the reason behind that. Roof, again, same as you, Donny. If the team news comes out, he's not playing, to switch it to somebody else. And Henry, because I'm connect, as you make no sense, as my third St. Johnson player, I'm connected with Henry with St. Johnson in this wild card. Might block my face. But I feel we will get out of this relegation battle, and these three players I mentioned are all kind of integral to that, so that's what I'm going for. Tom, up front? Uh, up front, I've got Roof, Hendry, and Mullen. Um, I'll go Mullen first. Uh, he is obviously, he's got this sort of make or break game against St Johnston this weekend, so we've got it all to play for there. Um, he's been pretty consistent in his last six games, he's got four goals and two assists. So, not bad for returns. And his price tag is only 4.5 million. So, can't really argue with that. I think if they lose against St. Johnston this weekend, he's probably going to be one of the first ones out of my team. With they'll maybe sort of realise reality will set in for them and they'll realise that they're probably going to go down at that point. But um, he's there for now. Henry, again, just because he's been very, very consistent, probably one of the most consistent strikers over a long period of the time, I think he's averaging a goal sort of every second game for the last sort of 11 12 game weeks, so not bad either. And then Roof, just because he's Celtics, sorry, uh, Rangers is um, mean, now that Morelos is out for the rest of the season. Um, however, uh, I could look at um, see how the the um, starting 11 is this weekend, obviously, Rangers. Playing Motherwell, Donny's mentioned he might be rested. 
and then you've got Celtic then after that. So if it's Sakala or whatever up front, you can always bring him in, use Sakala for the bench trick the following game week against Celtic, and then depending on how they are in Europe, if they're going to maybe progress on to the, the final after that or whatever, then see how things go. If not, then probably roof back in for the Dundee United game in game week 36. Cool. I lost count of players, but our new overall two to threes, we've, between the threes, one of these kind of overlapping circles, 12 of the same players. There you go. So that's pretty template if you look yeah. at it that way. So again, I will caveat the guys that are listening, wait to team news on the Friday or Saturday if you can, because the world will ought to be with to be, to be gleaned for press conference, especially if you've got Celtic players with Ange and he's, he's got fullbacks, I'd definitely wait and see. And you get early team news Rangers, so that would be something you would definitely look at with Europe after it. So use it to your advantage, set yourself a yellow arm and a reminder, or you could be falling short right at the start after the split. Right, we'll go to questions then. We'll get a few. All the questions will already been covered because we'll discuss it. That's why I've done the questions first, uh, the story about cards first, because you can see it will be kind of similar. So first question comes from the Scottish Fantasy Football Community. The lads from there. Top three wildcard differentials for the run. It's kind of hard, this one, to be differential, right? But top three differentials. I'll start with you, Donnie. Put you right in the spot. Yeah, well, having heard everyone else's team, they're maybe not differentials at all. But I put Charlie Adam as my number one differential. And he's definitely... Um, not somebody you would have week in, week out, but he has come on a bit of form. Um, and it's put a lot of trust in him, um, whether he will come good or not. Um, my other two, I would have said Callum McGregor um, and Alan Forrest, but I think we all picked Alan Forrest and McGregor's just there for consistency. A lot of folk will stick with Jota Kyogo, so I'm hoping that um, the consistency pays off there. And I just think Forrest, it's, he's a slow and steady points earner in the game. He's not had a bad season. Um, and he could come good, but I think a lot of us will have already gone for him, so he's maybe not a, a differential um, as far as that one goes. Tom? Um, given I'm the only one out of the three of us that owns Danny Mullen, I think he's a, a good option, particularly with his most recent returns. Um, Charlie Adam, as Donnie mentioned, he's he's an option as well. Um I think I think it's, I think you, there's the potential there to, to take a bit of a punt on a a Celtic midfielder. I think Matt O'Reilly um, or even Hitati might be an option um, if you're not too enthusiastic about Celtic and you're not going to stump up the money for Maida. You could stick them on the bench and use them as a bench trick. I think that that could be a possibility. Um, O'Reilly particularly has been quite explosive. Um, Defender probably going to be Harry Clark, isn't it? We we talk about him a lot the past two two or three game weeks, but I don't know. I don't think his ownership's particularly high. Um, it says he's owned by zero percent on his. Profile, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was I'm, injured for so long. I'm guessing uh, that's less than one, probably <laughs> zero point seven or something like that. Um, so I I think he could be a differential, but again, new manager coming in. Uh, he might find himself back on, on the bench again. So that, that is a concern. Um, so, Harry Clark. Right. I'll be coming to this different. I'm gonna, you have mentioned good players, exactly what I picked, the, the Charlie Adam and Mullen. I think if you look at your 
look at the form and say, who do you fancy out St Johnson and Dundee? If you think they're going to get out this relegation battle, if you think that, if you trust that, go for it. Maybe double up on them. And you may be lucky. Apart from that, I think Hibs could be decent under Gray because they looked decent last time without fighting him. Maloney's gone. He might get like, circle the circle the wagons and get him back to basics. And Hibs might be a def- decent prospect in the bottom six. Now, I'm not saying go and do it because I think you can see all our well cards so far. We're all sticking to someone we've tried and tested or what we think is going to happen. But if you want to differentiate, you need to think outside the box and We'd maybe go and triple up Hibs, triple up Ardeen, something like that. Something different, something completely different than anybody else. Again, you're going to probably get people uh, posting the wild card thoughts on the Friday night and the Saturday morning. It just to be different. You can, if you still think, for example, Rangers, you want to triple up, you just look at Rangers team and go, well, I'm, I'm going to go different. I'm going to go like a Glenn Kamara. Maybe he's not as Neil Donnie, a bad example, but I'm going to go this. I'm going to say I'll take Adam Starfield. I'm going to go somebody different in this one position and another position and hope for that one time you're lucky where these players bang or these players get an assist and it's getting that tight now that that may give you the extra three, three or four points different than MDL this week. But I think it's going to be quite hard and with, again, the other team who's only won only one game now, it's going to be really difficult to try to be standing through the pack without losing ground. I'll give you another one. Um... I always go hard on Aberdeen, but I'll I'll back them for this one. Aberdeen, there are five games, three of them are at home. And the Aberdeen crowd usually demand quite a lot um, when they're at home. They're expecting good performances. Now, the man hasn't scored for goodness knows how long, but Ramirez, he's not been mentioned at all um, on the pod. He, and he's, for reasons, he's, he's bang out of form. But I'll tell you something, if Aberdeen are going to do anything, He's a man that needs some goals. And as I say, three three of the games at home, they've got Livy at home, Dundee at home, who could already be relegated at that point, and St Mirren at home, who we already um, agree are pretty poor. Then, you know, it's worth a shout. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad pick, um, given some of the names that we've mentioned. So, big up to Aberdeen for a change. It's, he, <laughs> he could be one. Um, Not even the face turn there, like that. <laughs> I suppose you look at this, right? He's, the price wise of Ramirez compared to like your Mullen or your Henry, if they get a decent budget, it, it shouldn't be a big issue to stretch it. Why go something completely different again? I know he's been kind of a stayed in most teams this year, but that's not a bad shout, to be quite honest. Yeah. Right, next question is from Robbie Dempsey, Belexo. What is the best position for our non player, best trick player, and who are most likely, most likely to play in that position? So I think, Donnie, you went for a striker. I did, yeah. Oh, yeah, for a midfielder. So that's our kind of opinions on that. I went midfield because I like to have the option, the four and one off the bench. Dory, you, you aren't going to say it. it's less value up front, so you're happy to just go with two. Roof and me, that was the two we're going to go for. I could be persuaded, I'll be honest. The more I look at um, Charlie Adam, it's giving me, it's giving me doubts. So I could, I could change Charlie Adam and Callum Henry. I could swap those two about. And do that, and that would probably be a better settled team. So, I think come Saturday, that would be the one change that I have. I just, I like having points going in midfielders. Um, Defence wise, with the old firm coming up, if you've got two or three uh, old firm defenders, you're going to need spare um, if you're going to potentially rest one or two there. So, you can't really go bench trick at the back. Um, 
so yeah, I went up front, but then that leaves Henry out and he was in form. Yeah, sometimes you just have to take a risk, as you say, but then it's about ownership. If everyone's got him and you don't, does that mean you're going to fall further behind? You know, I'm 17th in the Mega League. I want to try and push up, maybe get into the top 10. So is it safer just to pick somebody that everyone else has got? So, I don't know. That probably won't gain me any points, but it certainly wouldn't lose me points. So, it's really hard, I think. What makes it worse is we've had this gap in between um, the league games. So you, you know, form anyone who was on form, you know, has got to play themselves back into form. And then you've got guys who are off form might have a point to prove. So it's really tricky. Of all the game weeks that we've had, this is probably the hardest because everyone's almost starting from a clean slate and just taking guesses. And as we've already shown, a lot of teams are going to be set up in the same way. So I'm up frontish now, but I could be persuaded to go midfield. Um, so I, I went midfield I went Finn Robson uh, at Dundee United played zero minutes zero points 2.3 million so 0.1 more than the, the usual 2.2 but I think he's fairly assured that he's not going to play um, the reason why I went midfield is because I just like Mullins consistency over the past uh, five or six game weeks Hendry uh, even more consistent over a longer period of time and You've got the option of Roof or Sakala, as mentioned previously, or even Maeda if you're not sold on the the Celtic midfielders. Whereas midfield-wise, I'm struggling more to find players that I really, really want in the midfield. Um, Furuhashi, I've got reason behind that. Barry Mackay, again, for his consistency. McGregor for his consistency, but I'm, I'm just throwing money at Aribo and hoping that he'll do something, but Overall, I've got that sort of final spot or the final two spots that in midfield I don't really, I'm not really sold on anyone just now. So um, that's why I went for the midfield, just because I'm I'm sold on those three strikers at the minute. Yep, good. Thanks, both of you. And on his last part about the what players likely to play, as Tom said, you just need to scroll down the table, look for the players at two points. He's not going this season. Stick one of them in. He'd been very, very unlucky before these guys started out of the blue, I think, at this point in the season. They're all young lads, 17, 18 years old. He's probably in the squad, maybe the bench one or two times start the season. And not teachers since. I think, again, I think it happened once start the season. I think it happened a couple of times with a couple of players out of the blue, but I think in the gritty time, pick one of these players not played yet, and I think you'll be quite safe. They won't appear for the end of the season. I'll trademark that because I'll back to bite me. Right, Josh McCaffrey, Josh underscore footblog. What is your stance on Celtic Rangers as it's going to the final five game weeks? So I think we call this, uh, Josh, quite well. We all mentioned our teams. We went, we went six for six. There's no trying to be fancy here, no trying to be funny, no trying to uh, think, uh, jump the shark and try to think outside the box. They're both going for the title. They're playing each other once. You've got a wild card with two transfers. If you think either way, if you fancy Rangers, if you fancy Celtic, you can transfer it out in the second game and come back in. Or you can bench players and hope that your players are starting as well. But I think you've all got to agree with me. Yes, I must have six in the start of the season. They're the most consistent teams. They're the most point scorers and they'll probably will be down at the end of the season. Agreed, Donny? Yeah, 100%. And it's all about game time as well, which is why I've got likes of Vickers, McGregor in there, Mieda, uh, Roof. You know, you, the, the ones that are going to get rotated, you're just going to have to either take a punt 
um, or look out for the team news. But yeah, it's, it's got to be three for three. Old Firm, I've said before, it's a lot of a game. You know, Vickers scored in the last Old Firm. You know, so you've got a defender, maybe not getting a clean sheet, but but getting attacking returns. Um, and I don't see that any change with the, the final Old Firm coming up. Um, so yeah, you can if you've got two Rangers defence, you can always bench one. Um, leave Tav in there for an attack and returns, but it's you know I, I can't see anybody you know not doing three of each. Doesn't make sense. Tom. Um. Yeah, I mean uh, my wildcard draft just now is three of each. They're going to play each other in game week thirty-five. We're all going to do the bench trick. You you could you could even look at benching three of three out of the. Uh, six and then just seeing what happens with your non-playing player the, the rest of your squad is, is going to be strong you've only just played a wild card the previous game week mm-hmm. so you imagine the vast majority if not all your players are going to be fit and you fancy them to do well so mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I don't think game week 35 is going to be much of a hurdle to get over um, we'll have the benefit of the seeing how things go this weekend uh, see who's starting who's fit and then just in case of taking it from there. Um, yeah. Yep, I think we called that. Pretty much just be all in. Um, stay all over the wall until the league's done and dusted. If the league goes somewhere for game week three or game week four, then you can maybe decide to come off it because of rotation. But until the night, you've got to go with six out of six until the league's over. That's what I would look at. I think it's silly to go elsewhere because they're going to be, they're going to be at it and trying every game. Mm-hmm. Right. One question left. Yep. Uh, Kettle Wood, Kettle Fish 89, Donny Gibbs, Shooter on. Which teams will avoid on the wild card? And I'll start with you, Donny, because you managed to couple of teams right at the start. You wouldn't touch over 10 foot barge pole. <laughs> My list gets longer and longer week by week. Uh, Submitting, don't see any value there. Hibs, there is an argument. You've both picked Hibs players, so there is an argument. But for me, I just need to wait and see how they react under the new management team. Dundee United, Motherwell, I think. The, Top six, it's just it's going to probably too much for them. Although they're both fighting for Europe, I think they'll just have to look to get points off each other for that one. And Dundee, as soon as the minute Dundee are relegated, just stay clear of them. I'm sure they might continue scoring, but it's probably one to avoid. I've left Ross County because people might have a uh, soft spot for Ross County, but uh, that's a team that I've not backed. But um, those are the teams that I would stay clear of just based on form. Tom? Uh, Dundee United, Motherwell. I think the only Motherwell player I would have considered previously was Van Veen, but now that he's finished in the top six, I'm not really feeling it now. I've not mentioned any Aberdeen players. I just think they're bang out of form. They're a void for me at the minute, unless I, I see some sort of resurgence towards the end of the season. Uh, St Mirren, just for the same sort of reason. There's no sort of consistent player in there. There's no sort of standout and the third from the bottom and not doing, looking too great at the minute. So those would be my teams. Right, can I echo both your thoughts? Man, no, don't go near them. Dun United, don't go near them. St, uh, Motherwell, probably not. Ross County, I've not touched either, but I think they may be more appealing than the other two. And I think that's it. I mean, that's a fear I'm... Pretty much going to avoid. 
You can have a dabble. I'm pretty sure when you play each other, you can take a punt if you fancy one to beat the other. You can go for a one transfer week punt and go, let's chance it with a Tony Watt or something like that one week. But I think you've got to really go with teams who are something to kind of fight for or something to survive from. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Or, as, as I said, Tony Kent slightly disagrees where I think Hibs might come back fighting under this new manager. But that's pretty much it. So, is that our last question? Yeah. It is. It is. So, Fixtures, guys. We've only got one early kickoff. Let me go on quickly. The six fixtures for this week will be Motherwell Rangers. So that's 12 o'clock on the Saturday. So that's your early team news for two teams. And we've got Aberdeen, Lamington, Dundee, St. Johnson, St. Mirren, Hibernian. Sunday, we've got Ross County, Celtic, and Dundee, Hearts. So there's no point in asking transfers. We're on well, car. So what would be your captain, vice captain picks weekend? And I'll start with you, Tom. Uh, let's have a look. I think probably going to have to avoid Selic in this instance just because we don't really know who's fit unless we get some information from the presses. Um, not really too interested there. Probably Captain Tav. I think we'll be going for the safe option. Um, Motherwell away. And Vice Captain. I'm going to say Mullen. I'm going to say take a punt on Mullen. <laughs> Donny's Clay, Tom's Clay, the minute league. yourself, Donny? I think you have to back Rangers here. It's the only team that you'll get team news on, so you can go heavy on it if you want. So definitely Captain Tav. If Roof's playing, I don't think he will, but if Roof's playing, I'd probably vice-captain him. Uh, If not, I would probably vice-captain Mieda. Uh, Again, you don't know if he's going to play, but probably... Well, he's fit and um, fills a position, so it should be a safe bet there. If I wasn't doing that, maybe Henry. I don't. That it's it's probably it's difficult. Rangers is the only one you get team news on. It might just be a safe bet to go there. Yep, I've seen Captain Taft for me. Vice captain on roof right now, but I'm between roof and Furuhashi. If roof's not playing, I might take a point Furuhashi. If we get team news or can I? Confirmation that he's starting and he's fit for Sunday. We go for that. But I think Captain Tab's favourite, especially with the cup, Tom. Eh, sorry, Donnie, we're still in the cup. I think we still on Captain Tab in the cup, you still knocked out of the round. So I think that's quite simple to go forward with that one. So, beating the cup, one last punt in the cup. Eh, it's the last 32. Let's see it before. Get your teams ready, set up. If you're well carding, fair enough. If you're not well carding, God bless you. Good on you. And we will be back next week, some point to cover game week 34. So, guys, like your intro, out- intros, outros, and Donny, outro, plugs, even. yeah, just Donny, Donny Rob 77 on Twitter, Tom, and I'm at FFS underscore scout on Twitter. Hey, I'm a fan of the half. I apologize for my bunged upness the whole podcast, maybe saying makes it interesting, but it's been hellish being for us. Thanks for listening, thanks for doing. We'll be back next week. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, bye now.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 